friends. It's time for Pop That Culture. And yeah, it's going to be a good one. It's, we're getting real sportsy. Right. There was that's a, what we're good yeah. at. We are good at sports. Sports are just permeating. There's fresh <laughs> coffee. Mr. McCarty, I guess, got coffee in a new coffee pot. What did you call Mr. McCarty? McCarty. <laughs> okay, I said McCarty. I got, I got, McCarty, I got yes. some skull in my lip. Well, it's the long M. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mr. Um, McCarty. Mr. Mr. McCarty. <laughs> uh, apparently, he won in the Super Bowl squares. He won two hundred. So bucks. he used his money to buy coffee. And he bought Bill Knapp's chocolate dip <gasps> donuts. Oh. What? Ga- what is it? Gatorade back there? There's some like uh, Snapple iced teas and stuff. Yeah. There. Wow. Yes. Now, I have a. Can we get a representative from NRM Streams HR in here? Because is it, is it against company policy? For a retired professional athlete to win betting on professional sports, if he was betting on hockey, maybe. Can we? Can, can <laughs> we get a, because it's football, Can we get Terry okay? Foster to weigh in on this? Here's my real question: Are you supposed to tip the square person? That's a good question. Yeah, you give him a cut. Thing. This was done on company time. He got paid to do that. You already got his tip. Oh. If this was done off company huh. time, I'd be fine with it. You know what? There is um, a lot of That's ethics really violations. <laughs> Everybody, I, we got the Super Bowl hangover going. What did you do for the Super Bowl? Uh, there was just a handful of us that went over to my friend's house. You ate at home with your snacks and stuff. Yeah, and cool. yeah, exactly. Yeah. But when uh, the only time I've ever done squares are A, with people at work, or B, um, when it's just somebody at the party that you're at who yeah. just threw it together. When they're at your party, I've never tipped the squares person You before. always should tip the squares. Except when you play Hollywood but squares because Jim J. Person. Bullock does not deserve <laughs> anything. Neither does Madam. I've always had Madam a... Madam works hard, yo. Yeah, well... Set yeah, square, say, circle, get the square. Say, say what you will, but yeah, no, we did the same thing. Uh, we had a whole bunch of cool apps. And you know, I ran out of money because I was betting on squares. So when the food delivery came, I tried to, you know, like trade some stuff from around the house for the calamari, and everybody was frowning on this quid pro quo. That was, uh, I mean, that walk was... That's like a a whole, like, landing strip. We were going to take off on that joke. You know what? I I radioed the tower for clearance about four days ago, (laughs) and they finally let me put the plane down. Oh, my God, we're going to do the show, and I can't say squid pro bro! Ah! (sighs) Oh, man. So there was lots of sports balling. Mm. But then, in the middle, of course, there Mm. is the halftime show. Right. Which, at this point, I'm wondering, if you're an artist, do you want to do it? Because when's the last time it was, it got really good reviews and everybody felt good about it? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, I will say, regardless of whether you get trashed in the press or people Mm. are upset about this, that, and the other that you did or did not do in your Super Bowl halftime show, um, the uh, album sales... And the the streaming right. numbers, they go through the roof. Mm-hmm. So you will, and they don't pay you to do right. the halftime. You get paid in you're going to sell lots more music. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, that's what they get. tell a lot of radio people too. Hey, if you do my commercial, <laughs> you'll get a lot of exposure. Mm-hmm. But this year it was Shakira, Shakira, and mm-hmm. J Lo. Yeah. And it was the first time that two Latina women have headlined together for the Super Bowl. Well, I can see, you know, Miami. Sure, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, I, personally, I thought it was a well-executed show. Mm-hmm. I didn't care for the political messaging because I just needed an escape from politics. Well, so we'll get to that. Oh, we will get to that. Because you could say, yay, women empowerment, mm-hmm. and damn, Shakira's 43, I think, mm-hmm. and a mama, and J-Lo's a mama, and she mm-hmm. is 50, and she likes right. to kick, stretch, and kick. She looked 
phenomenal. Oh, she did. Oh, sorry she about did. hitting the mic. Um, but <laughs> there were a lot, I mean, people just had a whole list of things to bitch about mm -hmm. for the show. They were well, unhappy. Let's 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 throw out the low score from the Czechoslovakian judge, okay? <laughs> shall we? Every Super Bowl show, it's always the first complainers, the old rock guys. Oh, you oh, guessed it, Joe. Women dancing, choreography, this sucks. <laughs> Why not bring out Ted Nugent? They have had more classic rock Right. Bands that have played. Mm -hmm. And well, I mean, you also had you the Who that did the show one year. The what? The Who? The what? Where? On first. Uh huh. And then you had Bruce Springsteen mm -hmm. did it one year. Right. And the Rolling Stones did Super Bowl XL Aero right here in Detroit. Aerosmith did it one year, but I think, was that also the same year that they had Britney Spears jumping in? It, or was it Britney and then they jumped in on her set? I can't uh, remember. I can't remember. But anyway, you it's had Aerosmith in, in there the at some point. Yeah. But, yes, you are correct, an old-timey rock and roll guy. Mm -hmm. So funny. Dee Snyder of Twisted Sister, who basically, back in the day, was doing Shakira and J-Lo's look. Just the makeup. I thought, I thought you were going to say, oh, not was just doing, doing Shakira. No, no. I'm like, when did this happen? I No, no. Uh, the makeup and the, and the whole hair mm -hmm. and the, you know, fight the establishment mm -hmm. and authority. Right. Anyway, he tweeted, beginning from beginning to pole humping, ass slapping, ass shaking end. If that's the requirements for a halftime show, none of the rock bands that I know can or will do that. And he's all bitter because he says during the games, if you go to a football game, a lot of mm -hmm. the stuff that they'll play in the stadium is rock. It music. is, absolutely. But then he feels like there isn't enough representation for rock music. Well, you know what? In the Super Bowl halftime show. After, you know, Lady Gaga and after Shaquille and <laughs> Shaquille, you know, I like that. That's and good. uh Nicki Minaj. Katy Perry and Left Shark. Yeah, oh, right. I forgot. Yeah, Katy Perry. I right. would I would love to see the Foo Fighters do a Super Bowl halftime <gasps> show. That would be amazing. Wouldn't oh, they? Oh, that would be Dave good. Grohl would be awesome. Yes. And the problem is so many people were confused. So Instead of Shakira's music sales going through the roof, mm -hmm. Shaq Diesel started getting downloads <laughs> out of the blue. What do I buy? So I don't know who. Shaq's like, oh, these hips don't lie. You know? I yes. So, and then the other thing, too, is they wore tiny costumes. Okay. Yeah. And listen, if you're Jennifer Lopez and you spent almost a year training to do all the strip dancing and the, mm -hmm. the pole acrobatics for the right. movie Hustlers, you don't want to just let it be one and done and let all that training go to no. waste, you're going to use it again. Right. And it's really, it's mostly like Cirque du Soleil. Mm -hmm. Sure, she had one costume on and then she took it off and then was wearing a smaller costume underneath. So you could right. technically say she did strip she, during yeah. the halftime. But I... It's to me, it's very impressive what anybody can do. It's the strength that it takes to do mm. the acrobatics on the pole. But regardless, people were like, there are children. Oh my goodness, there's watching. children watching. The kids, you mm. cannot. This is a family halftime. Mm. But then people pointed out, oh, let's show the next photo. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. No one seemed to be bothered last year. Not all the all these moms were like, "Ooh, Adam oh. Levine." Oh, look at that ink. Oh my! Oh. He took his shirt off, and I am not mad at that. I heard, I heard a very funny comment that it looks like Adam Levine went into a tattoo shop and just said, "Give me the default." <laughs> he took. He got the combo. He's like, "I'll take the number three. I have a thousand dollars to spend. Give me all the cheapest yeah. tattoos that you have and supersize it." <laughs> and uh, you know, 
I part of it is is that pole dancing does have a stigma attached to it, even sure. in these workout places. Yeah. In fact, you know, at a lot of Polish weddings, people just sit down when the DJ goes on. Uh-huh. Right, David? I, never, I didn't dance any weddings I went See? to. <laughs> See? There's no poles dancing in here? <laughs> Not at the moment. Although, if we asked David nicely, he would stand right here and, and shake it, shake it, shake it. Oh, actually, actually, we're going to start doing something here at NRM where we do like a contest every Wednesday. Okay. Mm-hmm. And today is actually a lip sync battle. And I will be lip syncing. Oh, you're so. not kidding. Oh, this is a nope. thing. Are you oh. serious? <laughs> I'm absolutely serious. Yeah. Wow. Were you really not in Arizona? Were you practicing for this oh, last week? I'm always practicing. Every day in front of the mirror. Is it? Are you going to do J-Lo from the Super Bowl? No. Because no, 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 if no. you are, you're going to need a giant feather cape that is the American flag on one side and the Puerto Rican flag on the other side. Mm. And then while you're doing your performance, you're going to need PETA to be yelling at you and be upset with you to make it as accurate as possible. Right. Because... Of course, they're upset that 40,000 feathers were used for this cape. Mm -hmm. And even though the fancy designer Versace, Versace, Mm -hmm. actually said that they were ethically sourced, which I'm not sure what that entails. They asked the birds. Are you going to use those? Feathers that fell off or if this was feathers from birds that were going to be used for something else Mm -hmm. anyway and not just killing them just to make the feathers for big capes. I Mm. don't know. But, you know, I mean, there were just complaints left, right and center. And then, of course, people were upset about what you talked about, Joe, which is and I didn't get this at first until later. But I mean, they had the children's choir singing, but Mm -hmm. some of them were in these glowy things that people said looked like cages. Right. And so then it's the whole putting kids in cages and the border thing. and Well, regardless of what your politics are, I think everywhere we turn, you just see it. And, you know, kind of there's going to be some booty shaking on the part of J-Lo and Shakira. Yeah, what did you think was going to happen, Then take the politics out of it. (laughs) This isn't like, well, I'm going to take my medicine and I get a booty shake as a reward. (laughs) Come on. It's like, here's the airplane. Politics with a side of booty (laughs) shake. Exactly. Now. The people were complaining about uh, Jennifer Lopez and her costume, but mm. other people were starting conspiracy <laughs> theories about Shakira's first costume because, lo and behold... J-Lo and behold. J-Lo and behold, mm-hmm. in 2016, Shakira was the voice of Gazelle in the movie Zootopia. Yes. Which I saw, but I kind of sort of forgot really? all about it. It didn't Did, ingrain you in didn't, my brain. You don't remember Zootopia? I saw it. I, Did you take your, your your niece and nephew? No, no. Okay, because there's in Zootopia, there is a character that's a, it's a camel, and uh, it, it had really tight socks on, uh, and so oh, you, could see the, you could see the camel toe. Come on! <laughs> Come on! Anyway, Shakira played a gazelle. We can show the picture of her. Mm. People are like, you straight up stole your costume from Zootopia and wore it for the Super Bowl. Yeah. And the hips lied. She said, oh, no. Well, the the hips repurposed. I don't know if they lied, but that, I mean. Well, is an omission a lie? I mean, what's a lie? I mean, that's the, it's the same, that Shakira is. Oh, yeah. (laughs) looks exactly the same. In fact. Uh, here is a little clip from the Super Bowl. You tell me if this reminds you of Zootopia. Yeah. Come on, everybody. Put your paws up. I messed up tonight. I lost another fight. I still mess up, but I'll just start again. I keep falling down. I keep on hitting the ground. But I 
I mean, I feel like that was a clip from the Super Bowl. Right. <laughs> Pretty much what we saw. Yeah. That was, that was, that's what I saw. Yeah, if the, if the halftime show was at the Bellagio sure. and there were, um, <laughs> they were tigers, tigers on yeah, stage. Yeah, why not? Yeah, exactly. Siegfried, Roy. Yeah, so anyway, I just love that nothing gets passed to anybody. Right. People have memorized everything and have screenshots of everything and right. they will put it on the internet the minute something happens during anything, but particularly the Super Bowl. Now, there were a handful of commercials that got a lot of praise this mm -hmm. year that a lot of people loved. Right. And then there were some commercials that people couldn't decide on. Mm. Uh, for this one, for Rocket Mortgage, they had Jason Momoa in mm -hmm. it. I thought it was funny. Some people thought that it was like, it might as well have been a horror movie. Oh, you mean a movie about prostitutes? Yes, a horror movie, oh, okay. Joe. Yeah, you are just... It's the, it's the donuts. <laughs> I just... it's never get, like, you're like a, like a, a gremlin. We shouldn't... <laughs> Give you coffee and sugar. Somebody, somebody, somebody poured water on my back. <laughs> yes, exactly. Just, there's going to be 50 of me oh, in a couple gizmo, minutes. Gizmo, and all of a sudden, <laughs> ah, just coming with the uh, the puns. Uh, Pun nation. So, anyway, how did you feel? Did you feel personally attacked by the creepiness that was the Jason Momoa Super Bowl commercial? To me. It's my sanctuary. It's the one place oh, I can let my guard down. It's where I can just kick back and be totally comfortable in my own skin. You know what I'm saying? Rocket Mortgage understands that home is where I can be myself. And that feels pretty darn good. Home is where you feel them. I saw the behind the scenes mm. of this commercial, and I feel bad for the guy that they used that was the skinny body double. Mm. I mean, his little teeny, teeny, yeah. teeny, teeny baby well, So basically... <laughs> He's a real person. Right. Like, that wasn't CGI once he took everything off. That's a real dude. Yeah, well, so Aquaman became Steve Rogers before he became You're Captain right. America. You're right. Right? That is very much what it was like. Um, I, the one thing, I, there's one thing, I thought it was a good spot. Yeah. You know, from hometown company, Rocket Mortgage. True. I, um, there was one part of the CGI where his arm didn't line up, and it just took me out you know, of it. When I watched you know. it during the Super Bowl, I didn't notice, and then when I was re-watching it to have it for the show, I noticed that the CGI wasn't as good as I thought yeah. I remembered. Yeah, I uh -huh. you can kind of... That's because you were drunk! Spoiler alert, it's fake. <sighs> it didn't really happen. He's got big arms in real life. <laughs> now, the one of the spots that I did love, and it kind of has made me and other people hope that maybe this can come true, there was a Jeep ad starring mm -hmm. Bill Murray Murray doing a reboot of Groundhog's Day and it was just as charming as the movie and it made me want the movie to come back somehow for a part two and this is what it looked like. No, not you. It's me, man! Ryerson! Okay, little fella. Good job. That's different. Good job. Hey! He's got the groundhog! <laughs> Phil? Hey! 
You're gonna freeze to death. Who cares? See you tomorrow. Don't say your too long. Safety first. Yeah. He got the ground horn, Bill. It's not personal. It's just a game. Not a bad day, huh? I don't know where we parked. I was following you. I mean, he had him in a Bjorn. Right. Just wearing a tiny little helmet on a well, Where was PETA for that one? <laughs> right? Right? Who says that those are the activities that the Groundhog mm. wanted to do for the and day? Nobody. Between Groundhog Day and Caddyshack, oh, Bill no. Murray has had well, this war true. on rodents going for the better part of the last 40 years. I will. I mean, listen, <sighs> uh, not that we should bring up PETA a lot because I am scared of them. Don't hurt me. They, uh, they have already bitched about the festivities that happen right. on Groundhog's Day, they're right. very angry about it. They want to save punks of Tony Phil. But <laughs> I feel like it was so charming, so good, I would love mm. a reboot of that. So, oh, so no. just to, just really quick, there's actually a VR game called Groundhog Day based on the movie where you take the role as someone who's going through the, the Groundhog Day really? emotions and you have to escape it. That's, so, I love it. Wow. Very I cool. think they should reboot it and have it star uh, Ron Jeremy and call it Hedgehog Day. No, because we know what happens. Yeah. Over and over, over and, and over, over and over, over again. And each time he gets a chance to change something up a little bit. So maybe next time it's a ganger. The next time it's whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, you... <laughs> there are no pretenses that this show is safe for work, okay? Well, that's true. Um, or they should redo it and have Andy McDowell's character be mm -hmm. the one repeating the cycle. I, that, that's a Don't legit good it. idea. Don't reboot it. Just yeah, take yeah. a character and have them go through no, it. No, like no. They go back to to the Groundhog yeah. City with no, Bill Murray's brother. I love brother. it. I love it. That was yeah. a, let's get the copyright on that. Let's do that. Yeah. I like that. Now, they did do, I don't know if you would call it reboot, but they did a new version of an old classic, The Lion King. They took the animated mm. version, they made the live action mm -hmm. version, it came out in theaters, and then after movies and theaters, it goes to DVD. Mm -hmm. and, and merchandising. Yes. And people can buy it. And then they can watch it again. But apparently, you better be really careful if you watch the movie outside of your house and other people are there. Because there's a school in California, they were, it's an elementary school, mm. they were doing a fundraiser, partially to help pay the teachers and then mm. do any sort of school programs in the school at right. all. It's a struggling school. They did a fundraiser. I mean, they squeaked out $800 from, from people and they thought uh, the parents could be doing certain fun things and then for the kids, one of the dads brought in his DVD copy of the live-action version of The Lion King, mm -hmm. played it. Now Disney is coming after them because they didn't have the licensing to play it or whatever it is that you're supposed to have mm -hmm. to play it in public. Well, And they want a third of what they made that night in for fundraising. In all fairness, there is a disclaimer that says... Yeah, this, this is like... Yeah. 101. It, right. it shows you in the very beginning you can't skip it, you know, right. not for public use and stuff now, like that. On the flip side though, Disney, how much money have these families paid in Avengers movies right? and merchandise? I'm quite sure every single one of these families has given that company money in some way, shape, or form. They had the fundraiser, and then two months later, they get this letter saying, you owe us $250 mm. of the $800 that you made that night. For I mean, my question is, how did they find out? Who is the asshat parent who decides mm. to 
turn them into the authorities? The one that's the entertainment lawyer. I uh, maybe I don't. <laughs> There's know. a bounty for yeah, like two months of him setting up the case and everything, and getting evidence, and going right. to discovery. This, this parent has a wall at home with pictures, <laughs> and there's red yarn stretched all over the place. We'll get this wall. school one day. <laughs> These teachers will have to work all summer vacation. I mean, honestly, who turns them in? Come mm. on. Right. Who is hey, the, the snitch, the weasel, the jerk face who is like, yeah. Hakuna well, this Matata. Yes. It's a circle of life, Disney. Oh, my God. Really, for a fundraiser, Joe, parents, you can't let it fly. Right. And you got to call Oh, well, right. <laughs> this is clearly against you know the what? rules. You know who's, who's totally missing an opportunity in this case? Hmm. Universal should come in. And they should bail out the school. They should make the school like Minions Land. Give all the kids Minion crap, have a free screening to raise money, show them all the Despicable Me movies. Yes. Hey, Universal. Look at you. This time I'm happy. You you want to mouse block someone? There (laughs) you go. Just saying. Ah, well, so, I mean, obviously, you know, Disney's rich, y'all. They make mm. lots of money. Yeah. Partly from stealing it from children, but then also because <laughs> they get the right properties that are going to make them a lot of money. Mm. And they actually just did, signed a landmark deal, $75 million, mm-hmm. to purchase Hamilton and release it as a movie. But this is not like when they took Rent or any other musicals and turned them into sort of a more realistic, off-the-stage, actual locations movie. Right. This was in 2016 when the original, full original Broadway cast was still performing at their theater. Two nights in a row, it was filmed as beautifully and professionally as they could. Mm -hmm. And so then anybody who has never been able to afford the tickets to actually go see the show Mm -hmm. will now be able to go to a movie theater and watch it as though you were in the audience on Broadway. That's amazing. And I think the best part about it is if you go to the bonus features, you get to see the cast dress down Mike Pence (laughs) in four full K (laughs) resolution. It's quite remarkable. Oh, let's put it up. Yeah, Mm. Lin-Manuel Miranda, he's very happy. And he's making more cashish. Yeah, so he's, because he's doing the stereotypical movie version of the first musical that he mm-hmm. did, uh, In the Heights, I think it's called. But this one is just straight up like you're sitting in right. the audience. At no, the is, is that the first movie? Is it about Madison Heights or Sterling Heights? I would go Madison really? on that, right? Yeah. Or do you think Sterling Heights has more fun drama? Well, you know what? Sterling Heights has been getting so much publicity for that giant sculpture. Oh, the Golden the, Butthole, yeah. yeah. Uh, Madison Heights needs some play, especially since they lost out on the IKEA build. Oh, Whatever. sorry, Madison Heights. Oh, Madison Heights, Heights get on it. I now, this next thing, I feel like is going to bring the world so, so much joy. Really? Well, <laughs> first we had, first we had the movie being John Malkovich. Right. And I love that John Malkovich was like, I am on board for this weird, yes. crack house, crazy movie mm-hmm. where it's me and you're inside my brain and this guy goes to work and he's working in a place where they have like half offices and you have to bend down the whole time and then <laughs> you can make John Malkovich do things. Right. And I mean, it was... When, when he goes into his own head... Yes! Best scene in any movie ever, except I... for Spock dying in Star Trek 2, sorry. Oh. Um, 
But you know, my fa my favorite character in that movie hmm. is Cameron Diaz's character. She's good. Because they make her like so frumpy. Yeah. And so miserable. Uh, <laughs> yes. What are you guys doing for lunch? You want to go? You want to do a screening stream? of Being John Malkovich? Wanna... We'll all hang out together. Yeah. We can so, recreate Malkovich, the lunch. Malkovich. Yes. Yes. So. That was a very meta, weird, you know, box inside a box mm. inside a box movie. And they were like, you know who else is just a total crackpot who would <laughs> who? 100% <laughs> sign up for it is Nicolas Cage. Right. So we heard about this a while ago, but now there are more details about it. It's actually going to be released um, in March of 2021. We are going to get the unbearable weight of massive talent is the title of the movie. So here is the plot. Creatively unfulfilled and facing financial ruin. True, that is, <laughs> that's just straight from life. The fictionalized version of Cage must accept a $1 million offer to attend the birthday party of a super fan. When things take a wildly dangerous turn, Cage is forced to live up to his own legend, channeling mm. his most iconic and beloved on-screen characters in order to save himself and his loved ones. Hmm. I mean, this means we're going to get National Treasure Nick Cage. Hmm. I hope we get face-off Nick Cage, because that's banana no. pants. Now, my question is this, is that if you get Ghost Rider Nick Cage, also crazy, how yes. can he switch faces if he doesn't have a face? <laughs> John Travolta's face is just going to be a burning yeah, Nobody head. has thought this through. <laughs> or, or do you really go way back and go to Valley Girl Nick Cage when he was like oh. 18 years old? Or Peggy Sue got married Oh Nick my Cage. goodness. This is this so is too much to already. So many from, yeah. This is this is actually a Netflix series. <laughs> this is like and season. It could have been good this is a series. season of Stranger Things. Yeah. I, come on, man. Oh, you know what? You're right. Uh, they are doing it as a movie, but it really would have been great. Yes. As a totally crackpot, each week, he's visiting one of his characters right. or has to do one of his. Duh. Joe, I love See? it. And then after Nick Cage, we move on to Wesley Snipes. Because he needs to pay some bills, yeah. Uh -huh. And also, we brought up Face Off. I feel like Travolta hasn't made a good movie in, like, ten years at least. I'll give him credit. Uh, the last movie I remember him doing was a movie mm. that I believe was written and possibly directed by Fred Durst of... Uh, Limp oh, yeah, of Limp he did the, the, the fan, the, the fan, obsessed the fan. fan. Boy, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, rough. So I don't know what else Travolta is doing other than... <laughs> Mispronouncing but names I, during award shows, but I think the best part of this is he's trying to get a role in a Quentin Tarantino film. Yes, the character, is, the fake Nick yeah, Cage, the fake yeah. Nick being played is, by the real Nick amazing. Cage, is trying to get a Tarantino role. And then the person who's paying him a million dollars to be at his birthday party is a drug lord kingpin, and right. then that's why this then becomes an action movie. And it's just this is, I love you it. know what. Here's the thing. This is this is. So many pop culture things are going on right here. Mm -hmm. you've, you've got you've got Tarantino, mm -hmm. you've got Ghost Rider, you've got Face Off. Is there going to be Christian Slater? Oh. Is there going to be a John Travolta? Oh my gosh! Look out! Here comes my super sweet sixteen. <laughs> Come on! I hope so. Just throw everything but the kitchen <laughs> yeah. sink in there. Whatever you want. Oh my gosh! Is that Puck? Is Puck <laughs> in the background? What's going on? Wow! Pulling out a uh, an old timey real world. I, you see. Look at you. And if you caught that. The first time through, you win something. <laughs> no, you don't. I was don't. thinking of Midsummer Night's Dream. I'm sorry. Oh, oh well. I mean, oh well. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Which is like really far back. <laughs> Talk about. Wait, wow. Wait, we're, we were talking about Hamilton and theater, and then your mind immediately. How do we to... jump from Nick Cage to Shakespeare? 
Oh my god. Easy. If he, if he, Super easy. I would love it if all of a sudden in the middle he had to do some Shakespeare in right. the unbearable well, weight of immense go, talent. It or goes it's back called. to Ghost Rider. He holds his own skull. <laughs> That's true. Right? To be or not to be. Oh. It's on fire. Ah! Ah! <laughs> Ooh, you like my hands on fire. How do you have some lidocaine? <laughs> wow! <laughs> oh man! Now you are a a, a doggy daddy. You are yes. a puppy daddy. You are going through it right now. Oh my! With yeah, three baby times time. last night. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. At least you could give an infant Benadryl. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't drug babies. Don't yeah, drug don't, babies. Don't drug. I mean, do if you're. Pop that culture and NRM streams does not condone no. medicating babies to make them sleep when you've been sleep deprived for weeks. No, but you showed me this, and I I'm assuming you may be able to also get it in the United States, but it was something that was put on Spotify mm. in Britain. I did it. Did you? Yeah. You used it? Mm-hmm. Oh, and it, it's it's a whole channel uh, just for dogs. Yeah. To soothe them and, and make them less anxious while you're away. I, they actually have two human voices mm -hmm. that are giving affirmations and praise Who's to the dog. Who's a good boy? Yes. Who's a good boy? Who yes. loves you? I do. Oh, we want a treat? Ooh. Although, maybe don't say that because then they'll get excited and Don't shit on they, the floor. <laughs> <laughs> So they, they made like a like a pets playlist, right? Yeah, so they have yeah. music that they would like yeah. and also sounds yeah. that they would for like. Whatever, for whatever reason, it decided to put Hose Mad on there. I'm sorry? What's Hose that? Mad? No. You've never heard that song? No. Oh, Jesus. For no. the youngins out well, there. Did, uh -oh. they, did, they, uh, did they play porno for pyros? Pets? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Oh, no. So they, part of it, it's like um, five hours and then it repeats itself. Mm. And part of the sounds that they'll play is like light rain, okay. rustling leaves. Although I feel like a lot of dogs are going to go barking crazy right. if they hear a leaf. <laughs> they play squirrel chatter. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> yes. um, now, there's something inherently wrong. If you use the entire five-hour loop of this podcast yeah. because your, your pet is home, if you mm -hmm. go through it a couple times, you're a bad doggy parent. Oh, if you, so you've been gone for ten hours? Yeah, you've yeah. been gone for like, you know, five, and you ten hours. had somebody come over and let them out? Right. Oh, get, a, get a dog walker. Or at <laughs> least get a really good pair of headphones, like the noise-canceling, <laughs> like the Bose. Bose oh, don't Bose. we have a, we have a picture of a doggy wearing Oh, yeah, so he's got the, sweet, he's got the sweet headphones on. Oh, oh yeah. look at that. Can't hear anything else. He, <laughs> when he flies, he is like in first he class. He just lights out. Things. He just goes right he's to sleep. He's got his neck pillow on. It's amazing. Or, you know, a dog can have big speakers as well that's true for the podcast you can blast the dog on the big speakers the snoop dog you can blast the dog on the big speak there, there you go is. oh with the oh subtle so anyway mm. i didn't realize that you could already get it here but i'm super excited spotify mm -hmm. the channel just for your pups <laughs> meanwhile in the conference room down the hall who let that podcast through nrm's hands <laughs> they're fired Fired! That vein in Paul's forehead starting to throb. Honestly, we wait uh. every week for us to be fired. So this week, mm. not fired. Next week, who knows? You'll yeah. have to watch us next Wednesday when we do <laughs> another edition of Pop That Culture. But for now, see you later. Bye. See you.